0: to each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass
1: of wine. You know what I mean? It's Monday. Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or saber a bottle. And let's begin exploring the wine glass. Today, we return to Winephabet Street, where the letter of the day is A. We begin Season 3 with A Rene Noir, also known as simply Arène is a largely unknown ancient grape variety. The Arene grape is believed to have come from the village of Arene in Southwest Armenia, from which it obtained its name. In 2011, during excavations of a cave within the village of Arene, archeologists discovered the oldest known winery in the world. Analysis of grape seeds and stems found in that cave indicated that the winery was at least 6,100 years old. Wine found in the amphorae proved to be a red Our special guest this episode is Stefan Bagadasarian, owner of WinesOfArmenian.com. He shares three bottles that demonstrate the various expressions already can be found, as well as a bit of history and what a wine lover can expect while sipping on a While you're listening, please take a moment to rate and review Exploring the Wine Glass. Ratings are now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Audible. Taking one minute of your time is the only way the algorithms will suggest exploring the wine glass to others. Slancha. Oh yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, sommelier Service, Champagne Specialist, and WSET Level 2 graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the next episode of Wine for Bet Street. It is so difficult to believe that we are in our 53rd third month we are starting season 3 here with Wine for Bet street and we are back to a and we have an exciting great variety for you we have a rene here which is from armenia and we have wines of armenia with us today to talk about everything about Arene. but before we get into that for those of you who do not know me my name is lori i am your co-host here tonight and I am owner of Dracena Wines. I am a podcaster, obviously, and an award-winning blogger. And I am someday certified Champagne specialist, Côte d'Oron specialist, and um, I am signing up to be the Wine uh, Wine Scholar Guild. Uh, Spain's uh, of Spain, Spanish wine. So that is my next Very adventure. Cool. Next adventure. And my
2: co host is Debbie Giaquindo. And yes, I'm Debbie Giaquindo. And I can't wait to hear about the Spain course because I want to take that. Um, I'm a certified specialist of wine and a wine location specialist in Port and Champagne. And just recently, a certified sherry wine specialist. I'm the author of Tapping the Hudson Valley, Day Trips and Weekend Itineraries, Visiting the Hudson Valley Area. And I'm also a partner in a restaurant, Trio North Wildwood. And we open for the season April 1st. And I think that's about it. If I miss something, well, <laughs> I just can't He'll be the there
1: body. tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, yep. And with us today from Wines of Armenia is Stefan and... Forgive me if I pronounce your last name wrong, but I'm going to give it a whirl. Bagassarian.
0: Well, you did better than a lot of p- other people. Stefan Bagassarian. Okay, that, that's
2: Bagassarian. You were close, Deb. You were dead. Oh, oh, you were yes, close. Uh, with wines of Armenia and and Stefan, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, thanks for having me here. It's a great opportunity for me. I love talking about Armenian wines and. Uh, and happy to do it with you guys tonight as well. Um, my name is Stefan and We are winesofarmenia.com, and we're the largest retailer of Armenian wines in the United States. Personally, I'm a lawyer by training. However, uh, a while back, I decided I want to pursue my passion in wine, so I jumped in headfirst into the wine business, and I'm happy to have done it. Uh, we are importers, we are distributors, and we are online retailers. Uh, of wines, Armenian wines and French wines and other wines as well. But one of our main focal points are Armenian wines, and uh, and I, we're happy to do it. This is Armenian wines. It's an exciting time for Armenian wines, and a lot of happening. I always say that Armenian wines are going through a renaissance right now, and uh, we can talk. We'll talk more about it later on. But it's a really really exciting times. Some phen- phenomenal wines are coming out of Armenia, and we're happy to bring them to you.
1: Well, I am so excited to have you on because you can hear the passion for Armenian wines in your voice. And you were generous enough to send Debbie and I both three bottles of Arani. So we are going to be um, tasting through them and you're going to guide us through hopefully of how they um, are similar and the differences between them. Uh, because of uh, the expressions and the winemakers philosophies of of winemaking. So I'm very excited. So Deb, I don't know which one you are picking up first. Well you pick just up and to do I'll do pick our up. clink to do our little clink. I have Oldbridge. Okay, I'll take Noah. Okay. And so I'm going to raise our glass for our first clink because Stefan, Debbie, and I have agreed like three years ago that we wouldn't drink until we see each other on screen. So it is clink time. Cheers. Cheers. All right, we're gonna get into this. Oh, because that is good. That
2: is is good stuff. I'm an Armenia wines virgin. So this is real (laughs) real impressed. All right. You can only say that once. Yeah, (laughs) she's
1: done. She's done. All right. Let's see if we can get Elmo to work this time. with a little bit about you so you had said that you are um you're a lawyer by trade and then you decided to get into the wine game and full fo- and you fell in love so I, there's loads of people who get into the wine game but you got very specific and fell in love with armenian wine so what happened what did you find what did you taste that you said i love armenia wines?
0: okay well I mean, it's a bit. It takes takes a little bit more time than that. Everything is a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I decide I want to get into wine business, initially it wasn't the Armenian wine that grabbed my mm-hmm. attention. It was uh, South American wines. Um, I used to travel on business to okay. Brazil, yeah. Argentina, Chile uh, as a pract- as a lawyer. So I got to have a chance. I t- have a chance to taste, to be with, and. Uh, be among the winemakers in Argentina, in Brazil. Imagine there were there's some phenomenal wines coming out of Brazil, but not not particularly not on the west coast, some on the east coast. But nevertheless, I started getting into this whole wine world, and eventually started my business in the United States of importing wine from South America and from Europe. That, I'm, I'm Armenian by origin, uh, so I always had this affinity towards Armenian products, and about. 15 years ago, had you told me that to step on, one day you're going to be selling a lot of Armenian wines, I would have told you, what have you been drinking? Let's <laughs> face it. About 20, 15, 20 years ago, Armenian wines weren't as good as they are right now. There was there was not much effort put into it, given the effects, the lingering effects of communism, that Armenia was part of the Soviet Union long, about 30 years ago. So, the, the, the there wasn't that much effort put into quality wines. But about 15, 16 years ago, there was this slow movement started happening in Armenia. Thanks also to a great deal of diaspora Armenians going back to Armenia and taking with them technology, investment, and know-how. I mean, Armenia is the cradle of wine. There have been archaeological finds going back 6,100 years finding winemaking, uh, wineries, clay jars for wine purification, for wine aging, and they've done DNA test testing in those jars, and they found uh, the same uh, DNA uh, within those jars. So, Armenia is the cradle of wine. However, there was a long lag time whereby, uh, can you see me? Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, I, I, I do not see you. So thanks to invest foreign investment by diaspora Armenians, Armenia is going through this renaissance, and things have been tremendous. Uh, people seem to love the wines. People seem to enjoy the wines. And people are supporting the brand, supporting the wines. And this is because the quality has improved tremendously. Uh, and we're happy to be part of this. And that's when the process started of... Uh, getting more and more into Armenian wines and supporting the wineries, supporting the winemakers and bringing them to the greater United States for people to enjoy something new, something different, something great, something delicious.
2: It's wonderful. That that is great. So now a little bit about the Arrheni grape. Can you tell us about Uh, it? I don't see you guys. Well, we see you. Okay. We see you. So we'll let Arne, you know okay,
0: when we don't okay, see no you. R.E. is uh, one of those quintessential uh, Armenian grape varietals. Uh, right now, um, it's a majority of the wines, red wines, that are coming out of Armenia are made from R.E. grapes. R.E. goes back to the village of Arani, which, which is in the Vyotzor province uh, of Armenia, which is the southeastern part of Armenia and a two-hour drive from Yerevan, the capital of Armenia. Within this region, there is this area, this village called Arani, and that's where they found these archaeological sites tracing the Arani grape going back 6,100 years. Um, that's where they believe started this grape started, this uh, indigenous grape varietal started. And some stories tell us that it was, it was Noy who uh, who planted these years and years and years and years ago. But be that as it may, uh, RNE is a tough, thick-skinned red grape varietal which needs to be tamed. And the way they tamed this historically is aging these in clay jars. And nowadays, however... Uh, they age both in clay jars, which they call amphora in some other regions, as well as in Artsakh or Armenian oak barrels, and that tames the grape and gives you this pure fruit, which is absolutely delicious.
1: And is you said Armenian um, oak barrels is are you getting are you getting the wood from Armenia or absolutely?
0: Are... There's this thing called Armenian oak. That's uh, that. These are oak trees that grow in the Caucasus, in Armenia, in Artsakh, in uh, the whole region. And the Armenian oak or the Caucasian oak tends to be denser and thicker than French oak, which helps age and tame the RNA grape. As I said, it has a very tough skin and tends to be tannic initially. You need to be able to soften that up through aging. Historically, they had done that within the amphora clay jars over a long period of time. In the modern days, they do it in these clay, in these Armenian oak barrels, which serves the same purpose. Of course, the taste profile tends to be different because um, it picks up characteristics from the oak itself.
2: And what are those characteristics of that that oak? Uh,
0: RN, depending on the winemaker, depending on the appellation that the grapes are from, uh, you have this sour cherry and a lot of dark fruit. Some are softer than others, whereas but this sour cherry and dark fruit are omnipresent in all of our uh, RNE wines at different degrees depending on the winemaker, the characteristics, the appellation, and how long they've aged these grapes.
1: And now you, you you said that the grape is Areni and the, the region is also Areni. Um, so the, the grape was named. It, so we have this entire region of Armenia that produces grapes. But is this the region? Is that Areni region? The region where okay. they believe uh, is the actual home the of wine the grape? the
0: growing regions of Armenia. Okay. And um, if you look at the orange part here, Yep. That's called Vyotzor. Right now, most Armenian grape wines are coming from this area, Vyotzor. Within Vyotzor, is a place called Arani Village. And that's where they believe this grape was first planted about eight, 9,000 years ago. And uh, that's where it's mostly Arani is a red grape variety, as I said. And a lot of it is going from here, but that's where the most of Armenian grapes and most of RNE. However, RNE is planted throughout Armenia and it's indigenous to Armenia. And I don't know of any other locations that are growing our RNE varietals that I know of, but it's prominent in Armenia. It's indigenous to this region, and it seems to be very doing very well right now. And given different interpretations, given different uh, treatments depending on the winemaker and what are they trying to achieve?
2: Shall we maybe taste one of the wines and talk about?
0: Oh, twist my uh, arm. Tell me which one you're tasting so I can talk about them.
2: Yes. Which one do you want to start with? Um, Why don't you start with the the Noah and go from? Yes, that sounds like a good idea. Okay. So for those of you that are watching, this
1: is the Noah. So it is N-O-A. This is a 2017 Arrene Noir, so red. And it is from, as uh, Stefan had said, from the Violet's de Zor region. Correct. Okay. Now, you. this says, before we taste, this says Arrene Noir. Are winemakers doing a white wine from Arrene?
0: No. Okay. Um, the, the grape is Arrene. Some wineries... In order to find some parallels in the outside world, call it Arrheny Noir to, to, to sound or to, to, to make people aware that it's similar to, let's say, although it's not, it has nothing to do with Pinot Noir, it just sounds more acceptable if they put the name Arrheny Noir. Some wineries call it Arrheny Noir. Others call it Arrheny. I personally prefer it. They just call it Arrheny. Okay. But in order to find more acceptance, maybe in the outside world, they add the noir into it just to designate that. Oh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a it's a red it's grape, a red grape variety. variety, although it is is only red grape variety and there's no white orange per se. Okay.
1: Well, I think that, that I, I can understand why they're putting the noir, because especially Americans, they're very timid to pick up a bottle that they don't know what it is. And like, for example, this bottle is dark, like it's a it's a dark bottle. So you can't yeah. really see into it. So as an American who's not familiar with Arani, I'm going to go, hmm, is this a white? Is this a red? What is what am I getting here? So I can understand why they would want to put the Noir, the Noir on there. Uh, Americans are a little hesitant when they don't know what's going on. But
2: I kind of so- like on the label. Here around here, yes, and it has everything that you wanted to know about the wine, the variety, color, you know, what the characteristics are of it. I just think it's kind of cute.
1: It's like a it's like a tasting tasting Because I certainly can't
2: read (laughs) because I need a magnifying glass now to read the back of the bottle. But that's (laughs) because my eyes are bad. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: But it is a very cool bottle. And yes, it this says the top says 100 percent that are any noir. Medium ruby, pronounced aromas of red cherry, black currant, uh, and subtle violet uh, notes with a touch of spiciness. So I actually got
2: pretty much that. And I think. Oh, it makes, wow. Now, isn't
1: it? so this, so the first one I picked up before when we clinked before Elmo was Old Bridge. This is much more floral essence than the Correct.
2: old than the old bridge. Correct. Yeah, I just smell the um, old bridge, and it's much more dense berry. Mm-hmm. I thought just from my first uh, smell. So, Stefan, can you tell us a little bit about
1: this winery yes. and and right. or winemaker?
0: Um, no of r e is a modern interpretation of the Ahreni grape. Uh, this winery is owned by a Swiss winery that they've decided to, as their first venture out of Switzerland, is to make wine in Armenia, with Armenian indigenous varietal. So this is a modern interpretation of the, uh, the Ahreni grape and Armenian wine in general, where it's, the fruit is a lot more pronounced And both in the nose and on the palate. And uh, so there's longer. So it is a modern interpretation of it. So you have a lot of dark cherry in here. Some spiciness on the finish. The nose is very fruitful, fruity. And this is a wine that's, you know, in the United States, in California in particular, we make a lot of fruit forward wines. Mm -hmm. We are easy to drink. You don't need food with them. You just drink it with your friends at a gathering or with food for that matter, but never you don't need food. This is an example of that, where they are making wine for easy to drink uh uh purposes as opposed to requiring a more of a meal or a gathering for making more less formal drinking. The winery did not spare, has not spared a dime or a penny or a dollar in, in these packages. Uh, these are beautifully packaged wines and the wine inside matches the outside packaging where uh, it's a, as i said it's a foreign company that they decide to invest in armenia because they believe that armenia presents a, a great opportunity uh, and they export these wines throughout europe and now we import we also bring it to the united states right now and they're doing very well besides this rne they have a rne reserve at a higher level which is a, a more refined, I would say, and um, the best of the barrels have been put together for that particular tasting, for that particular bottling. It also has a white and a rosé. The rosé is made with R.N.E. grapes again, whereas the white is made with hot grapes again, and the bottles are quite different. There, you will not mistake the uh if you see these next to each other you would know which is the white which is the red which is the rose because the bottles are quite different when it comes what do you think
2: i like it and you know what this is a nice summer red where it's not really heavy you can sit and drink it it's it's nice i i am loving the aromatics
1: of it Mm -hmm. um the the floral aromatics and then it's interesting the on the finish The, it is medium minus to me in body. It's not, I wouldn't call it a light bodied wine. Um, it's got some body to it, but, um, the, the acid backbone is beautiful. It's Mm well-structured and the, the cherry that's there and Mm -hmm. the darker fruit is there, but on my palate, when I, when I finally swallow it. There is spiciness that just yeah, kind of hangs mm-hmm. out on your tongue on the finish, that, yes. right?
0: Yeah, yeah I wrote really right. this. You know, nice spice. If on if the I finish. can give you some reference points. Yes. Uh, some people have compared rne to a range between a Pinot Noir and a Tempranillo. If you oh. take these two okay. wines, and depending on the winemaker, depending on the aging, depending on the overall treatment. The R.N.S. will fall somewhere between a Pinot Noir and a Tempranillo. That's that's that. Just I don't necessarily agree with them, but it gives some people, in the, specifically in the United States, some reference points, what to look for when they're tasting or enjoying these uh, uh, these wines.
1: Uh, it, between those two, this one to me is sliding over to the Tempranillo side. See,
2: to me, it's sliding to the Pinot Noir. Really. Yeah, I think it's lighter. I think if the body on it is lighter, I don't think it's. A, I just, but maybe the body,
1: but just that spice. Um, I just, the spice, spice and like, which is. not Neo to me is such a aromatic grape variety. And this is so beautifully aromatic. So I went by how it tastes on my uh, Mind you, there is no oh, wood on treatment. The body on here. The it's all
0: stainless it's steel tank.
1: This one is all stainless steel.
0: Correct. No wood treatment here. Wow.
1: wow. Yeah. Okay, so that so is a definite one The
2: spiciness then to it. It's like a a mix between for me a, a white and black pepper, but it's not a really mm-hmm. strong black pepper, but it just kind of lingers in the back of my my throat.
0: And that's where the spiciness comes from. It's all that black pepper. Mm-hmm. Which you also get some of it in carmeniere if you pay carmeniere tends to have black pepper, green peppers. Whereas he's more of a black pepper. Black pepper. I don't take I don't yes. get any green peppers from RNES
1: no no so before we go on with with the wines themselves the um i dev I, I i'm i'm going to steal your question because i want to make right. sure we we cover it um about those the winery that was found underground and can you tell us about that winery that was that was found underground and how significant that is to the wine world in arani
0: well i mean uh the, the excavation was done by the Armenia's Archaeological dip, uh, at the main the Archaeology Department within the main Armenian University in Yerevan and it goes back to 2008 and they discovered these caves where they found these wineries and uh, full of winemaking equipment, clay jars they inter, in, interesting they also found the oldest leather shoe there <laughs> that's quite they took took it off so they could (laughs) ever discovered in the world and besides they found this jar the pictures are everywhere on the internet they call it Mm -hmm. RNE1 cave where uh, these jar these clay jars and they've done DNA testing to show that the DNA they found within these jars going back 6,100 years is the same DNA in, as in today's R.N.E. grapes that are growing fifty yards away from there. That is. So incredible. that's what how far this goes, and also shows, shows that Armenians have been living there, sixty one hundred years ago, and making wine. That's very important, also. It is so incredible. It, this is this, this is testament to the overall winemaking uh, tradition, and that that's why they call it the cradle of wine because that's where uh a lot of these wine making techniques and traditions have started from
2: wow that's and they still do it in the clay pots too so that's, that's
0: right i mean know. i've seen a i've i haven't been there into the cave yet but i've seen many pictures of them it's really really amazing how similar winemaking was compared to today you still need the same technique It doesn't take much it just takes expertise
1: that's that is beautifully said it doesn't take much it just you you, they do it on its own right the nobody nobody created wine nobody it was it was discovered right we didn't invent wine it naturally occurs you know if you leave grapes have the yeast on them naturally so alcohol fermentation is going to occur naturally so we just reap the benefits of what was going to occur naturally and um you know, but they have been create. They have been making wine and celebrating it for so long. Like that's really the birthplace. Um, can they go in the cave? Like, can you actually like look yes, yes. to they go have in the tours cave? There,
0: you can go inside the cave. Absolutely. Oh wow! On that note, that, you know how there's this whole craze right now of orange wine, where mm-hmm. skin contact white wine. They've had long term skin contact. That's how winemaking used to be in Armenia. So because they kept the skin out of the white grapes for a long period of time, and now we call it orange wine or natural wine, however you want to call it. But that's how they used to make wine in Armenia a while back also. And right now they are, again, referring back, uh, coming back to making similar uh, white wines with a great deal of orange uh, skin contact. And uh, they just call it heritage grape, heritage winemaking yeah, okay. because it takes them back to their o- original way of winemaking. And we have some great examples of that here in the United States right now from Armenia, a phenomenal, very refined, mind you. Not necessarily unfiltered, but really refined wines made with skin contact, and white wine with skin contact that are truly delicious.
2: I have, I got going back to the grape. um, that aren't any grape. Um, I read that it's disease resistant a lot. So, what is Correct. the weather
0: and the growing season like in Armenia? Well, this area it tends to be high in altitude, about four thousand feet in elevation, and the winters are extremely cold. And it the the, the soil is very rocky, and uh, so it's not a very hospitable place. So uh grapes grape roots tend to thrive in these types of situations so they work really hard to work really hard and you're right they are very thick skinned grapes so they are resistant to a lot of diseases so and these are all plexora did not affect armenia or armenian grape varietals uh unlike like what happened in europe so these are all very old uh grapes, very old vineyards. Some of them are all very old. As I said, one of, the, one of the next wines we're going to be tasting are 130-year-old vines.
1: That's awesome. And uh,
0: We're going to save that one for ve- last. These <laughs> are very old, very different in a sense that they're not available anywhere else. And that's why there's a lot of interest from Europe right now of European winemakers who are going to Armenia to learn about these and also apply their European winemaking know-how into America uh, into Armenian uh, grapes, or Armenian wines. You have a lot of French winemakers, they have a lot of Spanish winemakers, a lot of Italian winemakers who are in Armenia right now who are making wine for either Armenian wineries or European wineries.
1: And you you kind of dabbled into it a little bit early on um, about how, you know, I think we're, we're having conversations in the chat where we're like, oh, I haven't had an Armenian wine. We need to learn more about it. We need to see it. And I think that, um, thankfully, like people like you who, who have learned to appreciate it and have dedicated themselves to getting that, getting those wines out to the people. When you talk about Rene in general, what, you know, you're saying it's a thick-skinned. You're saying it. You know, um, they do amphora, but if somebody wants to purchase an Arne grape from you, and you have varying styles, can you can you kind of go through briefly like that range of what they can expect, a price range, like from lowest to highest, and okay. what they can expect from the the Expression of those grapes and why it correlates to those okay. wineries.
0: Yeah, gladly. Uh, as I said, we have we are the largest retailer of Armenian wines in the United States right now, and uh, we ship to 43 states, including and plus district of Columbia. If you go to winesofarmenia.com, very simple, you'll see the entire selection, all the selection, all the wines there from many, many different wineries, uh, different uh, interpretation, different winemakers, different appellations within Armenia. And we have wines somewhere around $15, $16 and all the way up to $150, depending on your budget and how well, how interested are you? Um, we, we ask that if you have any questions, contact us, we'll be happy to guide you. and. Uh, work with your way up if you're looking for something simple we got that if you're looking for something uh distinguished something different something higher grade that's available also it all depends on your budget and on your taste and we'll be happy to work with you to offer you guidance and point you to the right direction here and there and we also offer free shipping on six bottles or more so you can get yourself a small portfolio of these wines have a great night with your friends and family, and get to taste some of these great treasures. These are beautifully made wines. Most of these made are, are made with. These come from really small wineries. These are ma, some of these are ma and pa operations. These are people who have dedicated their lives into these into making these wines and offering them to the outside world and to the local consumption as well. But these are truly believers in what they're doing, and we're happy to work with them. So it's just a matter of, uh, I know people who are into wine like I am, we always want to try the next thing. What's next available? What's coming next? What's next? And this is the next frontier when it comes to Armenian wine, to wines in general. Uh, They are producing some really, really nice wines, very different, very unique, and... We're making them available to the wine lovers in the U.S. Well,
2: thank you. Should we go and taste our, our second?
0: Okay. Our second one, which I one? Will, which will be the uh, second?
2: The old. I old vote. Bridge. I
1: vote that we uh, taste Old Bridge. Yeah, me too. Because I, the one thirty reserve, I think is going to have so many stories about and comments yes. that I'd like to save that for last. Okay. So. This is the bottle, Old Bridge. And I have no idea what that says above Old Bridge. Stefan, do you know what that,
0: that says? That about says it? Inga Murch in Armenian, which translates into Old Bridge.
1: Oh, okay. And it's a beautiful picture. It's like a pencil sketch yeah. of, of an Old Bridge. <laughs> Correct.
2: <laughs> so um, this, I believe what I read was it was established in 1998. So it's fairly an, a pretty... New winery.
0: This is, you know, when, when, when you have children, you're not supposed to say which one you love more. <laughs> you love them all. Uh-oh,
1: but I think you're gonna tell I a secret. I love this wine.
0: <laughs> I love this, I, I like them all, uh, depending on, I like some of, I love this wine. Uh, this is one of, this was the first wine, this and Voskeny were the first wines we brought to the US. Okay. And this is a, it's one of those small wineries uh, that uh, that I spoke about a minute ago. How these are Ma and pa operation. Mm-hmm. This is a father and son operation. Uh, the father is the winemaker. The son runs, does everything else. These are truly dedicated people, and they make phenomenal, phenomenal R E red wines. They also make some bre- some white and some rosé, but this is the this is the wine you want to have. This particular wine. Is uh, aged two years in uh, uh, Armenian oak barrels before it is released. It's got wow. a lot of structure, mm-hmm. a lot of character. And if you happen to be eating some meat with some fatty steak or ribeye, yeah, that's the wine you want to have. Uh, it's got enough tannins to. Mm-hmm. hold up to any fattiness any meat and i've had this wine at some high-end steakhouse in las vegas and or in los angeles and the somaliers have blown away with were blown away with this wine as a matter of fact if you go to alexander steakhouse in pasadena you can find this wine by the glass there because wow, the sommelier the- was blown away it's a, i am like this. Fr- it's a, it's a big wine. Some people tell me, oh, is there a Cabernet coming out of Armenia? I say, no. But if if that's what you're looking for, I
1: can you see. should have
0: yes. the Old Bridge. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's called Old Bridge is because the winery is right adjacent to the Arpa River. And okay. this bridge is on the old Silk Road. It's one of the bridges on the old Silk Road that people traversed back and forth between Asia and Europe. Oh, and wow. This br- and this bridge still there. You can walk on it, but you're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to drive over it, but you can walk over it. And uh, it's a beautiful setting with the Arpa River, which happens to be in Bayotzor, close to the Arani village. Okay. And so it's, no, said, so- it's one of my favorite Armenian wine because it's got character. And it has, it's really, really, it it gives you the full expression of the fruit. And with all its glory, with all its uh, niceness and fruitiness, and uh, it's just a great wine.
1: And now, a word from our sponsor. Looking to be in the know about Jocena Wines? Want to be the first to know about our new releases and special offers? All you need to do is sign up for our newsletter. There is no commitment necessary, and I promise you we won't spam your mailbox with loads of messages. Need another reason to sign up? Quite possibly the best reason? You'll immediately get a discount code for 10% off your first purchase and be privy to newsletter-only discounts. Let Dracina Wines turn your moments into great memories. Visit our website www.dracinawines.com, or use the link in show notes to sign up. It will take you less than a minute, but the rewards will last a lifetime.
2: It is it as much more tannic structure than
1: yeah. the first
0: absolutely. one. absolutely. This is a food wine. You need food with this mm-hmm. wine. Yeah, the the
1: yeah. gums are the gums are are yeah. For- tasting those tannins but again i'm still getting that same cherry um Mm -hmm. and um i'm getting a little hint of of like um uh like a light menthol like a light mint correct yeah i I get that too
0: correct yeah uh that's a characteristic of the oak by the way that they use is
1: it oh okay right
0: right so that's why Uh, we didn't
1: get it in noah because that's stainless steel
0: Correct. You know, in Greece, you have this thing called mastica, which is a must that comes out of the bark of the trees. This is similar to that. Mm -hmm. You get that over. It's similar to that. So it's very common. But again, the dark cherry, the dark fruit, you're not going to escape from that. It's just that how you mend it, how you fix, how you work with it and to get the end result that you want. And uh, this, they do a great job. To imagine, this is 2014 vintage, and wow, this wine yeah. was this wine was bottled sometime in around 2017, and now we're in 2022. You can still age this wine for another five to ten years, no problem. I have some of the older vintages I'm saving, but going back to 2010, uh, 10, I believe, I'm, whole, I'm saving, holding back. To see how they're gonna do five years, let's say.
2: Well, that was actually going to be.
0: wine is gonna do. That was my next question too. Structure because of its tannins and because of the quality of the fruit and the amazing winemaking that they have over there.
1: Yeah, that was going to be both of our question. That was going to be our next question: is what can you expect to you know lie this down for? How long can a Rene be lied down for? But we're looking at a 2014 and this baby people, it is fresh. It is there. There is, I mean, there's not much left, Um, (laughs) but there's no bricking. There's no bricking of this at all. And the, the, it is fresh. It's still primary, you know, uh, flavors and aromatics. This can go a long time from now.
0: Correct right uh, um absolutely as i said i've i've had i've tasted some of the older wines they are they drink beautifully this is uh, to me over time the tannins will soften even more and uh but the fruit's still gonna be there because it has nice acidity to it that will preserve the wine over a long period of time and uh it's like a great centimillion uh, you can uh, if it's done well uh it's gonna be there for you, and it's gonna deliver for you. Simple Absolutely. as that.
1: Absolutely. So, in your on your um, online store, what can somebody expect to pay for for that bottle for the Old
0: Bridge? This one, I believe, is about thirty to thirty-five dollars. It's solid. Which I believe it's a great value given what you're getting. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I that was... is.
0: I, I wouldn't
1: blink an eye at, at that because it's 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 a beautiful it's a beautiful wine. And like you said, it, it you can have a wonderful meal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to cut through that steak. It's going to cut through Absolutely. that. You
2: can see menu. that with a, a nice steak. Yeah.
0: yeah And you'll be drinking something new, something exciting, something different. Yeah. And, and it's just tell your friends about it and break your friends about it.
2: Yes. And it, I mean, it's the structure, but it's so balanced with mm. the fruit, the acidity, the tannins. I mean, there's definitely a lot of tannins in there. That was the first thing I got no in question. my notes, you know, much more tannic, but it is beautiful. I am like so impressed. I yeah. well, really thank you. am.
0: And I'll I, the winemaker. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I think that you had, um, you mentioned it earlier about how, you know, when you've years ago our Armenian wines weren't really something that people were interested in because it was more kind of not necessarily bulk, but just more getting the wine out there and not so much quality. These two wines that we've tasted so far are, are phenomenal quality. I, you know, I think that they're, they're spectacular wines. They really are.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, Again, this, gives you, this shows you diversity of the grape in the different hands. Uh, what no. can it be done given the same grape? But again, it's the same with him. Mean, you can get Cabernet Sauvignon made from St. Helena compared to Cabernet Sauvignon made in uh, Santa Barbara. They're all going to taste different. Right. So it just depends on who's the winemaker, what do they want to do with it, and what they're trying to achieve. So are
2: these two bottles that we've, the wines that we've tasted come from the same region?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Yes.
2: So they both come from the same region. The one that we're going to taste next comes next. from a different region. Correct. So what in this region um, is so spectacular to grow the Orani grape?
0: In the, the for the, you're talking about the first two area, one? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, well, it's their home. This is, okay. I mean, RNE is, as I said, this that's where it started, and it's grown throughout the United, throughout the Armenia, okay. uh, and uh, this is where they belong. This is this is their hometown. They have the hometown advantage, so to speak. Okay. Uh, the soil, the whole terroir comes into play with these grapes and with these wines. The um, soil, the air. These what's are in very, the soil? The, it's uh, clay. And there's a lot of clay there, and a lot of rock, very rocky, mountainous rocky. area. The, the the vineyards tend to be on a slope, uh, because these are mountainous, high elevation areas. So that's where that's you're getting the the nutrients from the soil. And during winter, there's snow on top of there. There's snow uh, there all the, two three months of during the, the winter months. Wow! So, uh, it's a very cold. Not a very hospitable uh, area for anything, but these old vines, they do wonders in that climate, in that area. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know, are these like, um, are the Ireni, is it like a bush vine? Are they trellised?
0: Trellised. Or does it
1: vary from winery to winery? Uh,
0: mostly trellis.
1: Mostly trellised. Okay, very cool. The last wine we're going to taste is the 130 Reserve. And that's because it's 130-year-old vines, is that correct?
0: Correct, correct. This uh, winery, uh, Voskani is the name of the winery, V-O-S-K-N-I. And uh, this is from the Ararat region. So this is
1: from... On this is the map? area... This so is This is the north?
0: area which is... Uh, to North? Left of the Bayot region.
2: Oh, Ariat. Okay. So I read is, there was a, it was a guy from Boston that started this winery.
0: Yes, indeed. That's a very interesting, sad story, yes. but interesting story.
2: Oh, uh, well, share, uh, share, because I don't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, let me just briefly say that okay. this is more, you are more central uh, to the cu- middle of the country as opposed to being southeast of the country and elevation tends to be lower here than the southeastern region of the country. And if you look at it, this is the reason it's called Ararat region or Ararat Valley is because Mount Ararat overshadows the whole region.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: So you're going to have a whole different environment. You're going to have a whole different climate there.
0: This guy in the, on, the, on the label, his name was Sumpat. Uh, this guy comes to Boston around 1840s, 1850s, and immigrates to Boston and makes a lot of money in Boston. I'm not sure how he made his money, but he made a lot of money. He decides to go back to Armenia because he made, he made it in the U.S. and wants to start a winery in Armenia. And he goes back to Armenia in the big turn of the century, last century, around 2000, early 1900s, and buys a lot of land within Ararat Valley. But timing didn't help him. History didn't help him. Around 1914, 1915, the communist revolution happened, 1918. The communist revolution happens. And the communists take over Armenia and they confiscate it. Is on all his land, all his monies, and the guy dies penniless. Oh, very sad. Talk about bad luck. But about 80, 90 years later, his great-great-grandchildren decide to buy the lands back from the government.
2: Isn't that wonderful? And
0: today's Voskani winery and the vineyards are on the same lands, on the same properties oh, as their ancestor bought year. Years ago, hoping to make great wine, now they are making great wine. And wow, that's a,
2: I that's think a, that's an amazing story.
0: Absolutely, and uh, how history uh, does uh, doesn't deal us sometimes good hands, but uh, someone else from the ancestor doing something about it and realizes his dreams. We're gonna taste okay. this. And so- as far as the one hundred and thirty is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, 130 refers to the 130 year old vines that this this winery has they only make this particular wine from that vineyard oh, okay these are very old very low yielding uh, vines and these are bushes by the way because of and they make this phenomenal wine and age it for sometimes two years sometimes 18 months in caucasian oak barrels again Armenian oak barrels again and and just it's it's a it's a very efferves- there's, no, there's no bubbles there don't get me wrong but it's a very fresh tasting wine it's a it, this wine to me has soul uh it has a sense of time and a sense of place There's no mistaking that this is where it's coming from. Wow. This is where it's coming from, Arad Valley, Mm -hmm. and it's there for you to enjoy. It's got a, it's a very, I don't want to use the word sensuous, but it is to me.
1: This is a
2: completely different different wine. Yes, way different. Correct. Way different. Complex nose. I mean, I'm getting blackberry, uh, black raspberry, ripe black raspberry plus, clove, a little bit.
0: Clove is big time. Mm -hmm. A lot of spices, yes. Yes. Again, different winemaker. More importantly, though, different region where these grapes are from and very old wines. It's very smooth. Wow.
2: Very smooth, but a lot going on.
0: Yeah. Wow. This is is the winery's most expensive wine, and it's their top seller. Wow.
2: So, so different
0: yeah
1: it is it is so complex there's there's so much going on the tannins are much more elegant they're there the structure is there but it's it's you know where the the old bridge needs that needs that meal with it right now um uh, that, that's that, uh, graininess that happens on your gums mm-hmm. with the tannins. So those are very gripping tannins. These tannins are there, but they are, they are smooth. They are mm-hmm. silky, uh, silky Correct. tannins. Yeah. Wow. This, this is such a different wine. Oh my gosh. Indeed. I
2: could have a cigar with this one.
0: Yeah, it, actually it, many have.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't do cigars. My husband does, but you could definitely. It, it actually has, um,
1: it to me, it has that that uh, smoked meatiness to it. Mm-hmm. The, yes, wow. And I see on the label, um, the Mundus Vini, it's got a gold medal in the Mundus Vini,
0: correct? Correct. This wine consistently is highly awarded, uh, gets a lot of points. A lot of pretty, they submit these to a lot of European wine competitions. And they do very well.
1: I can see why. Now, you had said, so these are all kind of mom and pop or, or family-run wineries. Correct. Are there also cooperatives in Armenia?
0: Uh, in Armenia. I combined already and. But there Iranian. are, some, <laughs> but there are some very large wineries okay. that also produce Uh, the whole range of different wines at different price points at different quality levels. There are those also. Uh, I personally prefer the small operations because you're getting something different, something unique. You're not getting something mass produced. Mm -hmm. Yet those are here as well and we carry those too. I mean, I don't want to limit people's choices, but the ones we import directly are the smaller smaller winery wines that are unique and Express the wine with a point of view. People, you, you know what you're going to get because uh, that's what the winemaker wants you to have. They're not trying to please everybody. Right. They are making right. wines that they want to make, that they believe their their grapes will produce the best quality of what they're producing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we have those also. I mean, there are there's some of these larger wineries, international cooperatives. Where, not, when I say cooperative, I mean international large... Multinational company. They have wineries in Armenia also, and they are making some uh, some great wines, some okay wine. They run the whole gamut and the price point.
2: How many wineries are there in Armenia?
0: Ah, uh, since the interview started, it's I've got, I've added a <laughs> few more.
2: <laughs> That's an really, awesome uh,
0: wine wineries are a growth industry in Armenia because of the location, availability of the grapes quality of help people working there uh, winemakers and uh, different people available there there are so many wineries popping up i get we get constantly contacted by people who want us to import their wine to the us
2: oh that's good
0: yeah i mean we ha- we've come from one extreme where we were there was really hardly anything good 15 20 years ago to where we are we have the spoils of richness, so so much great wine coming out of Armenia that uh, uh, it just it's a phenomenal time we're That's what I'm saying. We're going through some re- Armenian wine renaissance right now because of the availability of good quality wine that are coming out of there, thanks to uh, the great winemakers.
1: Well, Evelyn um, has posted like uh, tasting notes from for this old vines. And the last sentence of it says uh, develops um, a less intense woody character and more fruity flavors. And um, it it is like Mm -hmm. the tasting that I was reading through the tasting notes. It is really an amazing wine. And absolutely, like Stefan, this is a hat trick, man. This is three for three incredible wines. And thank you. When we, when I first contacted you and you said you were going to send us three wines to explore the, the variations that, or that the expressions can have, I was like, oh, you know, like how much could there really, you know, it's going to be a lighter body, a medium body, a Mm -hmm. heavier body, you know, what? but that is not what these are. These are very, very um, different wines and. They're all, to me, Deb, do you agree? They're all kind of in that same body, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's not a heavily oaked influenced or a lightly no. oaked influence. It's really the expression of the fruit that's coming out inside. Yeah, you're you're seeing books. the
2: expression of the grape in each yeah. of these three wines. You're not, you're not, it's not being overpowered by oak. Um, and it's just, they're wonderful. I mean, so the, if you, anybody out here there that's, Watching this webinar or listening to the podcast um, on the replays and stuff. If you see Arini wines, you know, with the Arini grapes on a wine list, don't hesitate to to purchase the wine by the bottle or the glass because you won't be disappointed at all.
1: And I, the wine I tried when I did the other podcast was a different wine, and that was exceptional also. So it's um, pretty much
2: wine so from Armenia. Armenia.
1: Wines of Armenia yes. are really doing spectacular things. And I just, I, I'm i I'm blown away by the differences. Um, but this one is, uh, I'm sorry, this. this <laughs> is,
2: I, you know what? I like them all. I can Me too. As, as. As when you say, I want to say a porch pounder, but you know, it's it's I think lighter in mouthfeel and the Noah than either one of the following ones. Yeah, and and this one is is really nice. This you can you know taste the tan. You know you got the tannins and it's a little bit more body. But this one takes the cake.
1: What <laughs> the one thirty? The one thirty. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. You can definitely. Well, it's it's the vines. It's it's 130 year old vines. You can just taste the history, the tannic structure in it. It's much more um much more there, but but refined. Elegant. and yeah, refined. Yeah. I mean the first
0: what thing- can I say, ladies? You have great taste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, these are incredible. And just what can what does what do you sell the 130
0: for? Uh that retails for fifty.
1: And that's no. not bad at all. <laughs> oh, my God. People, people, people. <laughs> $50. Is really... This is an incredible. And, I, you know, Debbie knows I don't typically say this is a great wine or this is, you know. I. And really, neither does Debbie. Debbie yeah. is more about, you know, the experience. Also. This is an incredible. They all are. three wines are wonderful. But this one is like... This one is so complex and just so it, so
2: dark and it's dark and mysterious. It's, <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what? It is dark and mysterious. That's yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
2: now you got I got a great title. There you go. Incredible. But, Incredible. But.
1: So we do have to say, though, um, What is your favorite pairing? And again, we've got three different expressions, so we've got three different meals types that can go with this. But what do you enjoy pairing an Arrhenne wine with?
0: You know, to me, more than the food, it always comes down to the company I'm with. You know, if I'm with the right person or right company, right friends, right family members, and... Doesn't matter what I'm pairing these great wines with. I'm going to enjoy myself. They're going to enjoy themselves. They will have a great time. But having said that, uh, I think uh, given the spiciness uh, that you get from some of some of, from these wines, you can pair these with more spicy foods, and they will do well together, as well as fattiness from the from the old bridge, for example. By by the way. This will hold up to steak as well, very well. But I believe uh, the old bridge will do very well with the fat, given the structure and the acidity that it has. So it all depends on what kind of state of mind you're in, or what you're looking for, and uh, then you just have a great night. Enjoy yourself. It won't be difficult to enjoy yourself with these wines.
2: No, not at all. Not at all. So that brings us to just about nine o'clock here. So our hour flew by. by. And this has been absolutely fantastic because I am going to look for Armenian wines on, absolutely. on a wine list when I go out. And Stefan, can you just share with people again,
1: Evelyn has been amazing as always and has been sharing your Twitter link and your Instagram link and your website and Facebook, everything, Evelyn is incredible. But for people who are listening and not seeing, can you share a little bit about where they can find you on social media, how they can place an order for these incredible wines?
0: Well, thank you. I really enjoyed this. I appreciate the opportunity and I'm glad these wines are getting the uh, the attention that they deserve. Uh, These and many, many, many other Armenian wines are available at very simply winesofarmenia.com. I like to keep things simple and they're available. As I said, we ship to 43 states plus DC and uh, we offer free shipping on six or more bottles. Uh these wines deserve the attention that uh that wine lovers should give it to them. And again, winesofarmenia.com and on social media, we're available on uh Instagram under Wines of Armenia, on Facebook, Wines of Armenia. Uh again, let's say simple and consistent, and we'll get these great wines to you. They,
2: it is incredible. Thank you thank so you. much for joining us. It it's thank you very much, ladies. Enjoy
0: the wines and thanks for the opportunity i really appreciate it
2: i thank you so much yes. for sharing
1: these three wines with us and honestly like the to taste through and see the differences between the three was such an experience for me so i appreciate that so
0: Good.
2: thank you yeah me too thank, you,
1: thank so
0: you much. wonderful thank you very much and have a wonderful evening Thank
1: you. you, too. you too. And I have just a little bit left. This is actually well, the Noah, so I'm going to raise my glass. Say Lancia. And thank you, thank you, you everybody, for joining. And here's to cheers. wines of Armenia and the Rene grape. Yes. Thank cheers. you. Cheers. Good, night. Good night. Good night.
0: Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was no That was no
1: This has been another episode of Exploring the Wine Glass. Thanks for listening. If you have suggestions on what topics you would like me to discuss, please reach out on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Exploring the Wine Glass. I am also on LinkedIn as Lori Hoytbud. Of course, you can always email me at exploringthewineglass at gmail.com. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find me more easily. And most importantly, tell your wine-loving friends, because if you like the podcast, they will too. Music. Is wine by Kevens Until next week, Slancha.